cliffcentral.com. We've got um, a chance to to check that it's going to be okay, which is what we do with uh, Dr. Hanan Bushkin on a Monday. And this morning we're going to be joined by our guest, Mark Sham, who's probably well known to our audience as well. He's been on here a couple of times. And um, Mark is really well known online. He's the uh, the guy behind Suits and Sneakers. And uh, he's he's one of those people who's actually, you know, quite motivating and optimistic. And Mark's been sharing a little bit of the difficulty he's been having in the last while. And we decided rather than us, the you know, the team just talking to Dr. Hanan every week, we'll, we'll get Mark on and see if, if there's stuff that we can share with him that's as useful for the rest of us. So first of all, welcome, Dr. Hanan. How are you? Oh, great. How's it, guys? How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good, good weekend. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you can feel the chill in the air. It was lucky in the sun, but I believe this week uh, is going to be quite cold. Mm. Not oh, looking forward that. to it. Yeah, no, no, me neither. What I'm looking forward to yeah. is hearing what you have to say to Mark Sham. Now, hey, Mark, how are you doing, bro? Hey, guys. It's good to have you on. How are you? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, having me. It's been quite a crazy few weeks. So I noticed your social media posts and, um, you know, I've been, I've been following you. You've been following me for a while. We, we kind of, we check in on each other every now and then. I've noticed, I mean, you're the kind of person who's always really optimistic and really positive, but things took a bit of a turn for the worse. And you've shared that with people, which is an interesting thing. I think Dr. Hanan, you can unpack for us just now sharing that kind of thing. It, it, it requires some courage, but at the same time, there are a lot of people in the world who are doing it for the attention that it gets. Then we spoke about this briefly the other day. But Mark, tell us what's been going on in your life and, and how you've been feeling for people who haven't been following you on social media so we can get some idea of, of where all this comes from. Yeah, I just want to say, like, I don't think it necessarily turned for the worst. What sure. I was trying to get across there was just we do this thing where we seem to compare stresses and just on my end, you know, it's been a brutal few weeks because the, the lockdown impacts my business significantly. There's a huge amount of pressure on not just me, but on lots of people. But if you try share that sometimes, you get shut down because I also seem to have my health. I have a roof over my head and no one I know that's been close to me has died because of COVID. So apparently you're not allowed to be angry um, sure. or frustrated uh, if those parameters are in play. And I've just been trying to like share that. I think that when, just because those things haven't happened, I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth keeping quiet. Nonetheless, I think that stress bottled up and not expressed isn't a good thing for us. Well, Dr. Hanan, do you want to start with, with what Mark's just said now? I mean, stress that's bottled up isn't good for us. That's, that's probably true, right? No one's going to argue with that. Yeah, for sure. So I watched the, um, your post up, Mark. It's, it's admirable because most uh, entrepreneurs want to keep up their image. They want to come across as, you know, this doesn't affect me. It affects everyone else. And it's such a shame because at the end of the day, whether you're at the top of a company or at the bottom and whatever that means, actually, we all experience stress. It's, we can't get away from it. Suffering and, Lack of control is part of life and you've expressed that. And what that does, which is very, very unique to human nature, is that we like to congregate. We're tribal. And the fact that you, Mark, have gone through this, that makes me feel good. It gives me permission to express that as well. And I feel like we are not doing this by myself. It's kind of nice to see a superhero go through these things just like I do, which gives me permission to be human too. So that's that was pretty cool. 
Yeah, um, you, you've also been sharing stuff. Yeah, I, sorry. So I, I was just listening to you intently there. I think that's exactly the thing. You know, we kind of come into this world. Let me take from a man's perspective for a second. You know, we've got all these adages that get added to us. So like big boys don't cry. And I just see how harmful it is. I often give my dad a really hard time because I think uh, him and a lot of his generation are not better for the big boys don't cry mentality. And I don't think that this means one or either of the extremes. I'd love to hear your perspective. You know, I don't think we all have to, every time we see each other, we have to congregate and sing Kumbaya and <laughs> just let it all out. But I just think there is some value to kind of saying how you feel and, um, yeah, it's just been, I mean, the last few weeks, coupled with the last few months and the last 18 months, it's just not normal. Well, I mean, and having no outlets. Didn't you also. You know, not being able to go to a restaurant is nuts or not going to gym for two. It's nuts. Yeah. But you also had, I mean, you, you had people break in and steal all your stuff. Um, didn't you also have an engagement that was called off? I mean, there's a lot going on in your life. It's not as if you've been quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, yeah, the engagement happened about 18 months ago, but what was really longer, two years ago, what then caught me is I put this post up saying that I'm having a bit of a tough two weeks and I just want to share it. Mm. And then, of course, they broke into my house, and which is why I'm talking to you on my laptop and not on a proper microphone. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, sometimes I think when you put these things out there, maybe it, you get tested on them. But uh, yeah, I'm good. And, and what what was the feedback that you got? I'm interested. What was the feedback that you got from the community? And I mean, you said you were criticised for doing this as well. What was the feedback? The dominant feedback that you received? Yeah, I mean, most of it was just people saying, you know, if I'm honest, I've also been really going through a tough time, but I haven't spoken about it because I do still have a roof over my head, and no one I know close to me has died because of COVID. But I'm still feeling this high level of anxiety and stress just because of the circumstances that we're under. So for the most part, people really resonated with that. I've learned in the world of social media that there are trolls. Once you pick a side, no matter what you do, someone is going to come at you. I'm used to it by now. I'm sure, Gareth, anytime you say anything, you get used to the. You could even, you can say the nicest thing mm -hmm. and someone's going to come tell you why you're wrong. So I don't think about that. The majority was just simply people saying, thank you so much. I think especially men. You know, it's so weird. It's like how many men wrote to me in my inbox? They can't comment on the, the many women commented, but the men wrote to me privately and said, thanks so much, brother, for putting that out there. You know, I've actually been struggling. Gives me a bit of permission to do the same. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Mark, that was, that's an unbelievable. You know, we're, we're as men, we're socialized into, you know, just dealing with things on our own. We don't express it. You know, women are pretty much socialized into expressing their feelings. You know, if you ask any woman to maybe name as many emotions as she possibly can, she'll name a hundred. A guy will just be sad, mad, angry, pissed off. That's like kind of the, the four dominant ingredients. And men are not socialized and we're not taught to be able to express what we feel and what we're going through because we cannot express sadness. We cannot, we cannot express stress. We cannot express grief. We just got to kind of deal with it and move forward. And the fact that a male dominant figure comes on, on stage and goes, Hey, I am stressed because of X, Y, and Z. And the truth is like these days, you don't really need to pick sides for somebody to criticize you. I'm sure you've had people come up to you and, or people watching it going, what are you trying to promote? Almost being cynical about this. I wonder what you're trying to sell. Why are you doing this? What's the ulterior motives behind doing this good? Yeah. So the trick is really, and what you said in the message was the bottom line is express yourself. 
And I feel that's so valuable because the way we deal with feelings, people think you deal with feelings internally. And feelings are like a puzzle. Think of having a thousand puzzle pieces on your lap. To try and put it together once it's on your lap is impossible. The way you put together the puzzles, you check it out of you. You check it out on the floor and suddenly green and green, yellow and yellow, corner and corner, and it begins to make sense again. You're not too sure how you'll put it together, but once you put it outside, suddenly it kind of comes together. And emotions work exactly the same way. The moment you keep it on the inside, it's impossible to put it together. But once you put it out there, and I'm sure you felt that as well, Mark, is once you put it out there, you kind of go, oh, red and red, green and green. Suddenly it begins to make sense again, which is very, very healing. Can I just point something out that I think is really interesting? And it, it maybe this doesn't get the attention it deserves because um, the, the, the world of expressing your feelings is much more female-dominated. And that's, that's obviously part of what we deal with as, as human beings. Men just have a different response. But it's interesting that so much of this is, you know, when men support each other, they do it privately. And when men correct each other, they do it privately. There's a, there's a code, a, a system of honor that we use, which is a little bit strange to women. And it, it kind of made me think of a, of a podcast I listened to a little while ago with a guy called Eric Weinstein, who's a really, really smart man. He's, he's been a lecturer at various universities. He's, he's a, he's much more of a scientist than he is a philosopher, but he's able to do both. You know, he can, he can really do a lot of things at once. He's very, very smart. And he was talking about how in the interaction between the sexes and particularly with this, you know, public criticism that a lot of people are only too happy to join in on. He was saying that he thinks we have to take note of the fact that cis gender, straight white men, we have a different way of dealing with criticism and with praise. And, and Mark said that the, the guys who contacted him did so privately. They didn't go online and make a big spiel of it on, on the internet. That's interesting, right, Dr. Hanan? That is something which we don't really pay attention to. For sure. You know, and it's, it's such a, such a terrible thing, you know, like there's a social structure that we fall into. There's almost like a, a mold that we are taught. This is how men are meant to behave. And the moment we show praise uh, publicly, certainly for other men sharing emotion, it's not considered manly. So what that does, it takes that element away from men. Men suddenly don't have the freedom to show admiration and praise to other men that share their emotions. So, of course, they would send Mark a message uh, privately to say, well done, bro, but publicly they would be shamed by other men. No, no. no uh, and but, maybe – But what I'm asking is this, is, is like if, if, I, if I do something wrong, my friends aren't going to call me out publicly. They're going to call me in personally if, if I – Let's say I behave badly or I say something really terrible. My real friends, the people who actually care about me, aren't going to go on social media and call me out to everybody who doesn't know me. They're going to do exactly this thing that happened with Mark. I don't see it as destructive. I actually see it as, as quite a positive thing. It's just, it's just not what women do. Well, certainly not to, I mean, uh, a sense of loyalty is is important. I mean, that's what kind of keeps uh, social structure going. Mm. We loyal to a group. Actually, that's what creates a lot of arguments as well. But that is a good thing, but not when it comes to not showing admiration, positive reinforcement for men sharing emotion. What's wrong with other men feeling sad or feeling stressed? I mean, even like me saying I'm feeling sad, suddenly I'm telling you all the men listening to this going, whoa, 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 that, that doesn't fit the kind of social norm or social structure 
that we are used to. But if I start feeling angry, suddenly the men congregate and go, yeah, what happened, bro? <laughs> so that's in, in a positive way. It's very positive in terms of, yeah, yeah, don't air your low, do, dirty laundry. But in a negative way, it just kind of repeats the same old cycle of men should not share their feelings. Yeah, keep in mind that this post, this post happened on a public forum, not my personal profile. So a lot of the people who are reaching out to me, I've, I don't know. I've never met them. And I'm kind of with you, Gareth. I don't think that in that instance it's bad. I think what was just interesting for me more was <clears throat> I don't think they wanted to be seen publicly also saying I'm struggling. And I don't think you have to make this big song and dance about it. I think it's just worth sometimes saying that when you are struggling with something, it can be, I don't know, 60 seconds. It can be whatever, just, just kind of getting it out. I just don't think it's healthy to sit with that. And it's funny for me, I've just learned that once I get those things out, I'm better for it. Well, Vusi says um, men aren't really allowed to speak about their issues without some form of backlash. And he says, uh, additional to that, he says, um, I think it's actually a part, it's actually an act of shaming. Men don't shame each other publicly. Um, that's, that's interesting. I don't know if that's always true. Uh, but, but Mark, I mean, do you have any other questions for, for Dr. Hanan? I mean, especially since you've now had the, you've put this post out, it went viral, you've got this reaction. Uh, are there any other insights that you'd like either to share from your point of view or you think that, that he might be able to shed some light on for us? I mean, I think the question I would want to ask is, do you think, Dr. Hanan, that things are moving in the, like, is it shifting for men, though? Do you think there's, it's moving more toward men sharing more of their emotions or less? So from my experience in my practice, uh, this pandemic has given men no choice but to talk about it. You know, one thing that men pride themselves on is being the financial kind of kingmakers of the family, which is obviously beginning to shift a little bit to the left. But having said that, men have had no choice because financially it's tough. And now suddenly we start talking about, men starting to talk about, I'm financially stuck. I'm financially not doing well. My business is not going well. I'm going to have to, I'm being retrenched. I need to look for another job. So suddenly the element and the in, which is the financial insecurity and the sense of purpose and the ability to provide has opened up the avenue for men to talk about that makes me feel stressed. So before, before that, if there was no in for men, what, what, what are we stressed about? We can't be stressed about other things. So, but the fact that now we can be stressed about work and financial security and, and sense of purpose and the ability to provide has certainly given men the, the, the in, the permission to be able to share. So it has, is beginning to shift for sure. Thank you. So Mbulelo, I see you sitting there cynical as all hell, as you usually are. Um, Bulelo doesn't, Bulelo doesn't like whinging. And, and I think there is a balance. Like there is a, no, there is a balance to be achieved here. And, and, and Dr. Hanan, maybe you can guide us on what that balance should be. We got like three or four minutes left. Because Bulelo, I know what you were thinking during that, uh, conversation and you were trying not to show it in your facial expressions, but you'd usually go, ah, you know, stop moaning. Get on with it. Everybody has challenges. Life is tough. That is almost a universal male response to, to most other people's problems, right? Or even to your own. So here's the thing. What Mark did, which was incredibly helpful and it served great utility, he's, he didn't moan with art strength of power to control. So at the end of his study, he said, 
but I'm a winner or sorry, Mark, I don't remember at the end of the day or at the end of the thing you said, like, but I know I'm going to get through this and I've got mouths to feed and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. So it wasn't just, let me just complain for the sake of complaining, <laughs> but let me tell you what's going on in my world right now. But hold on one second. I'm going to go and become a winner. That's, I think that's incredibly powerful. Yeah. So I have a simple theory about these things and I'd love to, I mean, as we kind of close off, I just think that emotion is energy in motion. It has to go somewhere. I don't think we're better for suppressing these things long-term and I'm with you. I don't want to be a whinger. If you go look at, if you go look at my last 20 posts on my Facebook page, you'll see that it rarely comes up because I think it's better to focus on the things you can control and moving forward. But I'm just trying to get forward the idea that every once in a while, it's okay to just take a, a moment to acknowledge where you're at, get it out in whatever capacity you think is necessary. 60 seconds, two minutes, I don't care. And then let's kick on. I'm better for it. I think more people, every time I see other people do the same, I seem to think they're better for it. And then I agree with you. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah. No, no, that's, sure. that's Listen, you. so, so, so you know what the thing is that the fact that when you express emotion, you're waiting for the, for other people to go, just kind of like give you that feedback. Am I feeling the right thing? So the moment you put out your emotion, people going, good for you, Mark. It makes you feel, okay, I'm normal. Okay, I'm normal. I'm not just the only one. And it does so back and forth with other people who you are expressing this to. But you've got to use those feelings for good. If a lion comes into this room and I feel anxious and I do nothing with that emotion, then I'm going to die. And that, that's a metaphor for life. I've got to take that emotion and use it to be better, to improve, to advance. Yeah, I think that is the perfect place to end that discussion. And Mark, thanks again for sharing, dude, because we wouldn't have had this conversation if you hadn't been doing that. I think it's tremendous. I think, you know, there's, there's, there's space now for people to be able to talk about precisely what they are going through because all of us are having a bit of a shit time. No one would have wanted coronavirus. And, you know, you and I and, and everybody else, we try to find the silver lining. We try to say, well, you know, it kind of might have made, made working from home quite fun and it's a bit of an adventure and who doesn't like a challenge? But there are people who are really seriously suffering. And I think um, when, when people like you admit this, who are always people who are always optimistic and positive and driven, it, it gives permission to others to do it too. So Dr. Hanan, I think you're spot on. And as wow. usual, you're able to, to bring a huge amount of clarity to what looks very confusing and foggy when we start talking about it. So thank you both. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thanks guys. And by the way, um, while we're, while we're just wrapping this up, if you have a particular problem that you'd like us to discuss, or maybe there's some question that you have, um, let me know because we, we can put this to Dr. Hanan and then we'll see if he, you know, has a quick uh, workaround for us so that we don't have to uh, sit there and, and stew and feel like we're not making any progress. I mean, he's, he's available to us on Mondays. Let's make, the best possible use of him. Uh, he, he might be able to give you a short circuit to some kind of improvement in your life, which otherwise you wouldn't have got. So very good to have you both on. Mark Sham, Dr. Hanan Bushkin, thank you both very much. That is, uh, it's going to be okay for this morning, and it really will. All right, you can follow them both on social media as well, and you can check out exactly what's going on with Dr. Hanan and with Mark Sham. Um, you can find out more. He's the CEO of Suits and Sneakers, and um, he's all over social media. As you may have guessed. Cliffcentral.com